The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Tomorrow's Monsters is a production of iHeartRadio, Flynn Picture Company, Psychopia Pictures, and Upper Room Productions. Watching someone drown is horrifying. In the first stage, the victim holds their breath until the urge to breathe becomes overwhelming. Depending on the amount of activity occurring, thrashing in the water, the heart rate, this stage can last anywhere from a couple of seconds to a couple of minutes. Inevitably, the urge to breathe becomes unbearable and the victim's free will evaporates. And so, it breathes in the water thing it believes will allow it to survive will, in fact, kill it. And this part only stops when the brain stops. You were dreaming about the incident no, from no, your childhood? No, this, this was different. This was someone else. It was a woman. Her head was forced under the water. Someone was drowning her. And I just stood there, watching. It kept repeating, playing over and over and over again. Doesn't surprise me. You missed two doses, Max. And when you finally crashed, your brain had a lot of housekeeping to do all on its own. You can't be missing doses like that. Okay, sure, Cass, I get that, but you're, you're a psychiatrist. A dream like that, what, what do you think it, I don't know, represents? Dreams are how our brains process emotion. Nightmares represent repressed fears, like powerlessness or loss of control. This didn't feel like a representation. It was vivid, lucid. It felt real. 
I'll bet. That kind of activity in your subconscious indicates it's processing at an accelerated rate. It's your brain activated at a high level, racing to catch up. It's a symptom of withdrawal, Max. Your dreams are going to be a little frightening if you go cold turkey. How do I make them stop? Well... Eyes forward. Deep breath. Max's speech at CES, the value of NextCorp's initial coin offering skyrocketed. Over 5 million people tried to pre-order Shai, and NextCorp's website crashed. Now the offers were pouring in. One VC offered 400 billion, and Max turned it down. Because in the days leading up to CES, Max Fuller had been up to something. Something big. And now Shai was about to fall into someone else's hands. You see, Max had been offered an ungodly sum by someone to acquire his startup and release his products to the masses, whether they were safe or not. It would have to have been someone gigantic, someone with the resources, the funding, to roll out Shai on a massive scale, without having to worry about regulations at all. By the time I made it back to San Francisco, Max was already gutting all the departments at NextCorp. Laying off over 75% of all NextCorp employees. Only the critical staff remained. Afterwards, Max called a private meeting in Cassandra's office. That's when I crashed. Holy shit, you alright? Jack. I'd been lying there, passed out for exactly three minutes. Jack? My hidden mic was recording the entire time. We need to call an ambulance. Casket Eddie in here. Hey, Jack. Jack, wake up. Should we call an ambulance? I doubt that's necessary. Well, is he breathing? Finn, if he wasn't breathing, I'd call a damn ambulance, wouldn't I? Well, how's his pulse? Is he feverish? He's fine, Finn. It's probably just withdrawal. What is wrong with the two of you? Finn, come now. No! No! I held my tongue after the trials, Max, when you started testing on yourself. Because it was your goddamn body, Max, and you knew the risk. He knows the risk. Save it, Cassandra. 
We were all on the straight and narrow before you inserted yourself into this. Oh. What do you have to gain, Cass, that I don't gain? know about? Yeah, what do you have to gain? Oh, I have a lot to You've gain. You've set fire and to your so Hippocratic you, and oath, and you're and happily so you. setting time bombs inside of every brain that challenges you. Well, guess what? You're not getting into mine. You can both go straight to hell and expect to hear from my lawyers if I decide that I'm forgiving enough not to go straight to the goddamn HEA with this. Ben! Let him go. He can tear everything down. No, he can't. If anyone gets a hold of our records... Cass, listen to me. Listen to me. Shut up. Okay. Hi. Yeah, it's Mr. Fuller. I need security to immediately intercept Mr. Connolly and remove him from the building. Mr. Connolly? That's right. Yes, sir. We'll be right there. Thank you. That's Eddie. Are you calm yet? I am. <clears throat> Eddie. You need me? It's Jack. Holy shit. What happened? Withdrawal. From Shut-Eye? Oh, spare us the theatrics. Eddie, I already got a whole earful from Finn. Just check to make sure he didn't split his goddamn skull, okay? Yeah, um... His pupils look normal. Where'd he hit? Back of the head. No blood. He'll probably have a crick in his neck from the way you had him lying. Can you do anything? For what? His headache? No, his cholesterol. Can you wake him up? Jack! 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 Fine, Eddie. That'll be fine. We're good. Are we gonna talk about my department? Sure. Um, they're fired. Except you, if you want to stay. Jesus. Them's the breaks, kiddo. Are you going to dose him? Yes, I'm going to head to the meeting. All right. You can deal with the rest? Yes. Yep. Max, this Thank is... you so much, Eddie. You're welcome. There you go. Oh, shit. Jack, hey. His pulse is a little high. How you feeling, Jack? That'll be all, Eddie. Thank you. Cassandra? Yes? You can all go to hell. Thank you, Eddie. How long was I out? Long enough to miss the fireworks. Fireworks? Oh, and there was a call for you. I told them you were out, but you may want to check your voicemail. They very badly wanted to talk to you. What fireworks? What happened? Well, you tell me, Jack. How much shut-eye have you been taking and how often? Just what you gave me. Oh, shit. (laughs) So a side effect is that it makes the problem that it's trying to fix worse. Regulates hormones on your behalf. If you don't recharge the nanites at regular intervals, they go offline and so your body loses that delicate balance. And you crash. You may want to put that on the label. <laughs> your opinion has been noted. What was Eddie so pissed about? While you were out cold, we fired his entire department. Wait, what? I can understand why he's upset, but when Max makes a decision... We fired everyone. Yeah. In his department. Don't worry, Jack. You still have a job. Max's orders. Where is Max? He had to run. There's quite a bit going on. And and Finn? He was okay with this? Of course not. He quit. He quit? It was all quite dramatic. He stormed out of the building. You should have been here. Well, here and awake. Now, if you'll excuse me, Jack... Max has created quite a bit of paperwork. I think you'll find you've got your share of work cut out for you, too. Oh, 
have something for you. Moonshine. Enough for you to ramp down over the coming days. As you can see, you don't want to go cold turkey on this. Okay. Oh. I guess half the dose every time the headaches come back? You guess. When and if you need more. See me. When I finally did check my voicemail, I got the answer as to why Abby Reynolds didn't meet me in the alleyway. This is Detective Charles of the San Francisco PD Homicide Unit. We're investigating the drowning death of Dr. Abby Reynolds. Oh my God. We understand that you may be the last person to have seen her alive. If you could uh, call me... If As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. 
You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. find Finn. If he was out, that meant he was vulnerable. Maybe even in a position to come clean. I was still working out my game. My strategy of how to get a confession out of him. When I caught up with him. I thought I might find you here. What the hell do you want? I'm sorry, Finn, man. I need to tell you something. Beat it, Jack. I'm on level 13 and I can't chit-chat right now. You have to trust me, Finn. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Why would I trust you, Jack? Of all people. Well, because I've no, always... No, 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 no. Enough. Look, I want to trust you, Jack. Because despite all of your bullshit and your lies, you're actually a pretty cool... Vegas, pretty... I need to explain this to Damn you. it! Vegas, you helped me. Not just the speech, which would have been really good thanks to you, but... You reminded me of a part of myself I'd forgotten. You reminded me who I really am. Which is a geek. Obsessed with antique arcade games, and sci-fi, and psychedelics, and the mechanics of the human brain. Uh, an endearing uber-nerd. Instead of what I become. Which is a mad scientist whose body-hacking startup is about to evolve millions of humans into machines. Which brings me back... To the reason I can't trust you, Jack. Even if you really are a cool dude deep down inside, I can't trust you because right now, you have a swarm of tiny robots in your brain. Finn? No, no, listen, no shit. An alien fleet of space invaders inside your skull, converging in clusters across millions of synapses and bombing the shit out of them. And they're all programmed to light up your endocrine system on command, from your hypothalamus all the way down to your testicles, my friend. It's taking control of your body's communication hub, but instead of using nerves to transmit information, it uses your blood. It's a hormone delivery system. Dopamine, oxytocin, testosterone, adrenaline, serotonin, cortisol, and so on and so on. It, it's controlling your brain. You understand that, don't you? And guess who owns the aliens? Jack. Next quote. Bingo. When you took shut-eye, Jack, you handed Cassandra Berkeley a joystick to your brain. Oh, wait. I thought shut-eye was just a, a sleep regulator. Shut-eye isn't about keeping you awake. It's about keeping you connected. Shut-eye can be used to make you happy or sad. It can give you a raging hard-on or it can make you want to jump off of a building. Jack, shut-eye is mind control. And somehow, with all of our hard work, you and me just helped Max Fuller convince over a million people to order it. That's when I saw it. Through the back window. The grave van. We have to leave. 
What? Leave. I no, just no, got no, my Finn, 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 we have to leave this place right now. I'm not going anywhere with you, Jack, all right? How long has it been following what? you? What? Who? Who's following Whoever's in the gray van behind you in the back alley. What gray van? Jesus Christ, man. Those space invaders must really be no, doing no, no, a listen job to on me. you, Jack, listen, listen. you're getting paranoid. Listen to me, man. The van has been following me. And whoever's in it is dangerous. Bullshit. You are losing it, no, man. No, no, I met Abby. I met Abby Reynolds. I met Abby. Okay. Max wanted me to give her a payout, but I never could. When I came back to our table from the register, Abby was gone. Disappeared. And the guys in the gray van got her. Yes, yes. And a few hours ago, I got back from Vegas only to see my apartment building on fire. My home in flames. And you know what else I saw there? The gray van? Yes, Finn. They almost got me. Just like they got Tamara Jessup and April Knight and Michael Corbin. How the hell do you know about our test subjects? Remember them, Finn? They were the first humans to test your shit out on themselves, man. But they are dead now because someone got to them. Nope, nope, nope. There is no direct correlation between the trials oh, and the Oh, all right. So I suppose you're, you're going to say that Abby Reynolds' death was a coincidence, too? What? Yeah, man. Yesterday. I don't believe you. I, no. I don't believe you. Mr. Cross, this is Detective Charles of the San Francisco PD Homicide Unit. We're investigating the drowning death of Dr. Abby Reynolds. We understand that you may be the last person to have seen her alive. If you could, uh... Oh my God. Now, are you ready to drop your bullshit denial routine? Because I hope you are. You can't dodge this anymore. And you can't rationalize your way through it. You can't convince yourself everything's going to be fine. You made this thing. This is your atom bomb. You know, the truth is, I'm the only person you can trust anymore. Because I know Finn. I know everything. I know about the rats and the cover-ups and the human trials gone bad. And like you, I know that Shai, your brainchild, is dangerous. And if next corp, your company lets it get into the wrong hands, a lot more people are going to die. But we don't have much time because whoever's in that fucking grey van isn't here for some Street Fighter 2 championship. Now get up! Okay. Come meet me in my place, the, the rooftop garden. I'll tell you everything. I stepped off the elevator and saw Finn sitting at the far end of the rooftop garden on the ledge. I approached him cautiously. You okay? Don't worry, I'm not gonna jump. I just wanted to feel it. That feeling. That pull. It's a strange phenomenon, even though I'm a mentally stable person, I still have the thought, what if I just did it? What if I just jumped? <laughs> The French call it the Pelle du Vide, the call of the void. Staring at the abyss, it stares back. Finn, I have some questions. And I need straight answers. Okay. The trials. How did you select the participants? Surely you knew several of the individuals in the sample group were high risk. Why didn't you screen for PTSD, genetic disposition, for schizophrenia? No, no, we didn't screen out high-probability candidates, Jack. 
We enlisted them. We used them. What? We needed a clear vantage point for the causality of adverse effects, the potential for increases in neurotoxicity across that particular demographic. Wait, 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 what is this? A, a cult? When did Cass brainwash you? You would agree to continue working on this? When the danger- Because I had to! I was the only voice of reason. I was the last best hope for making Shut-Eye safe. And I have. <laughs> what? I've done it. Done what, exactly? Made it safe, Jack. A kill switch. I've been working on it in secret. I knew we needed a governor in the system. And? And I finally found it. It was in the delivery system. I solved the problem with Walter Fuller's nanites. I just reprogrammed them with a simple regulator. A kill switch. How so? Well, if the nanites detect a sudden surge of cortisol levels in the brain, they just shut off. And it's worked? I think so. We need to go to the lab to see. The lab? I started a new trial. New rats. Thirteen days ago. So you know it works? Well, I suppose if the rats haven't eaten each other yet, Jack, then it works. And if they haven't? Then all we need to do is get the kill switch into Max's brain, and maybe we can get him back. Wow. You knew. All this time. What? You knew that Max was... changing. It wasn't clear at first. I mean, mood swings, yeah, but Max has always had those. And then one day... You were talking, and he just looked at me differently, like there was someone else in the house, you know? I was already developing the kill switch, but that made me work a lot faster. So where's he gonna be? Well, that part's easy. He'll be in Arlington, Virginia in three days. Well, why? He's signing everything over to the new owners of Nexcore. The new owners of Shut-Eye. I can put up a legal fight, but that's only gonna stall him. Nah, that won't be necessary if we can get Max back. We'll fly out tomorrow. Alright, you have the antidote? Is here with you? No, that is... the hard part. It's in my lab, in my desk. I need to get back there. Before they confiscate everything. Well, they can do that? Technically, it's company property. I should go now. Well, there's still a chance. Okay, then go, go, go. Check your rats, get the antidote, and call me. Well, where are you going? I know someone who can help. I'll meet you back here. Jack. Watch your back. You too. Jenna, call Agent Beatty. Dialing Agent Beatty. You've reached Special Agent Beatty with the Human Enhancement Administration. Don't forget to leave your number, folks. It's Jack. Jack Locke, I got your message. We need to meet in person. There is a lot you need to know. I'm heading your way now.
fallen. He was lying on top of a crushed delivery van. His body was shattered, twisted, bleeding from everywhere. His limbs and neck were bent at impossible angles. His bloody fingers reaching upward. Towards the night sky. The life was fading from him. And in his eyes, I I could see the horrified confusion of a creature that didn't quite grasp what had happened to it. It wasn't until I stepped a few feet closer that my mind allowed the recognition of the dying man's face. It was Finn. He was just staring ahead. Into the abyss. He almost looked peaceful as the terror faded and the light flickered out of his eyes. I backed away and I turned to leave the scene when I saw him standing there. David Truesdale. The combat veteran from the homeless shelter. The guy Abby told me to interview. He just stepped out of the elevator in the lobby of Finn's building moments after Finn's body dropped. David Truesdale, one of the volunteers of the next corp trials along with my brother, Michael. He was drenched in sweat. His pupils were dilated more like an animal than a man. Then his eyes locked on mine, and he started walking towards me, walking fast. So I ran, and looking back over my shoulder, I saw him getting into the driver's seat of his grey van. The grey van. Now I knew who it belonged to. Truesdale. He cranked it up, hit the gas, and peeled out after me. I ran like hell. Tomorrow's Monsters. Starring John Boyega as Jack Locke, Darren Chris as Max Fuller, Marley Shelton as Cass Berkeley, Clark Gregg as Walter Fuller, Sa Ngauja as David Truesdale, Nicholas Tukoski as Finn Connolly, Claire Bronson as Dr. Abby Reynolds, David Chen as Michael Corbin, Suhaila Elatar as Jenna, Victor Rivera as Eddie Bender, Robert Pralgo as Agent Beatty, Steve Coulter as Senator Berkeley, Rhoda Griffiths as Rainey Webb, with additional performances by Helen Abel, Jason Williams, Michael Anthony, Robin Bloodworth, and Teresa Davis. Our first assistant director is Michael Monty. Our second assistant director is Sarah Klein. Sound and music by Ben Lovett. Additional sound design and editing by Benjamin Balcom, Justin Rabowski, and Mike Regan. Casting by Jessica Fox Thigpen. Our executive producers are Scott Sheldon, Shelby Thomas, Alexander Williams, and Matthew Frederick. Written by Dan Bush and Nicholas Tukoski. Created by Dan Bush and Connell Byrne. Directed by Dan Bush. Produced by Bo Flynn, Dan Bush, and John Boyega. Tomorrow's Monsters is a production of iHeartRadio, Flynn Picture Company, Psychopia Pictures, and Upper Room Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.